0: Good morning. Our parable of focus is found in Matthew 18, 21-35. It reads, Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me, and I forgive him, as many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle account with his servants, This is the word of the Lord. We are having serious issues with forgiveness or forgiving others. Very often, we see the rush to retaliate or for a reprisal in our families, homes, schools, and communities. One such pertinent example is that of the incident where one student was beaten and hospitalized when another stepped on his clerks. We have become so vindictive, spiteful, and bitter as a people so too we have become unforgiven. Apologizing or saying sorry is no hard thing to do. And even worse, persons will tell you sorry won't fix the situation. Is it that we have become this heartless as a nation? This is not a surprise because the word of the Lord said in 2 Timothy 3 that in the last days people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boasters, proud, unloving, unforgiving, brutal. These are apt descriptions of people we encounter daily. Sadly, even believers today struggle with forgiving. It may seem that the act of forgiving is slowly losing its meaning in the place, the context, and on whom the reality and effects should be practiced. In the Lord's prayer, there's a line that says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. The reality is that, as believers, our sins have been forgiven by Christ Jesus, so we know what forgiveness is and the value of it. But the trouble is us practicing it. But what is forgiveness? And why, when practiced, Jamaica would be better? Let me start by saying what it is not. Forgiveness is not excusing people when you have come to understand their actions. Forgiveness is not forgetting allowing something to slip out of our minds. Nor is forgiveness ignoring, avoiding, or being indifferent to a person who has harmed us, a sort of state of politeness. You can't stand them, but you are polite to them. On the other hand, forgiveness is dealing with real sin, the inexcusable, unforgettable, and unacceptable sin. Forgiveness is erasing the act. It is completely letting go. Forgiveness is a deliberate act of love, mercy, and grace. Forgiveness is a decision not to hold something against another person, despite what he or she has done to you. And forgiveness is granted. It is not earned. Forgiveness is not anything that the person who does the offense earns. It is something that the person who has been harmed grants. We should choose to forgive. We should not wait until we are no longer hurt by what has done or until we get over it because we may never do. The Lord reminds us, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Now, what lessons can we learn from this parable about forgiveness? Jesus told this parable just after his teaching on church discipline. Consequently, Peter asks the question of how often he should forgive his brother, and he asks as many as seven times. Jesus' response of 70 times 7 vividly removes all limits to our obligation to forgive, setting a cap so high that scorekeeping is impossible. His parable then reveals the logic by which unimaginable divine forgiveness must evoke in its recipients an eager readiness to forgive the minor debts that we exact from one another. So in the parable, the king was owed a sum of money that was practically uncountable and the debt of this amount would not be repayable many times over. The servant begged for patience and mercy and the king forgave the man his debt. The king granted him forgiveness. Notwithstanding, this same man was owed a sum of money by another far less than his. But this man did not return the patience and mercy he received. Even when begged, he did not forgive the man his debt. The others heard and told the king who said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? Then he was given to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. Then Jesus underscored the parable with this. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Here are some lessons. 1. The debt caused by sin carries a heavy toll. Nothing, absolutely nothing of ours can repay that debt. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is debt. Secondly, God freely forgives because of God's mercy. In the same way, we too should forgive because we have obtained mercy from God. The king had mercy and compassion on the servant who couldn't pay the debt. In the same way, God gives mercy to us whose sins are piling up. And also, because we have received forgiveness, we too should be able to learn what it means to forgive others. Three, When we fail to grasp God's forgiveness, his justice steps in. We will be judged for our actions. That is a guarantee. In the same way, the man who had been forgiven by the king did not forgive his fellow servant who owed him a sum. He was judged because of his actions. In the same way, we too will be judged for our actions or how cruel we are when it comes on to us forgiving others for the harm they have done to us. For Instead of being quick to retaliate, let us be moved to have compassion. How better and different would our conflict resolutions be if we learn to forgive?